Hello and welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Rocco. Welcome, one and all. Hello, Dead Air Dudes Nation. It's been a minute. But to get back on track, and first let me just say, on behalf of Dead Air Dudes, we fully support the current strike of the actors and the writers. Um, With that said, we are reviewing only, we're trying our best to review um, material that's been already completed prior to the strike. We hope, really hope that this resolves itself into the best interest of especially the actors and writers and the, the little guys in the whole thing. But with that said, we are going to venture into Star Wars Ahsoka. Yeah, it's been uh, widely uh, anticipated, starring Rosario Dawson, Ray, the late Ray Stevenson, um, Mary, Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, and a bunch of others, which I apologize you know, in advance because I don't know the names off the top of my head. Now, if you are a fan of Rebels and Attack of the Clones and uh, all those animated series... You will enjoy this. Okay, it is a almost a straight up continuation. And if you, but if you don't know what's going on, you still enjoy it, right, Rocco? I believe you will completely enjoy it because very few of the Star Wars tentacles has the same feel as Star Wars itself, where there's this. I mean, everything hangs in the balance between good and evil. Everything's very imminent and very urgent. And only a few characters, the entire fate of the universe hinges on them. It feels very, very dramatic. At the same time, it's action-packed. And I think they capture that here. Yeah. Not for nothing. Endor sucked ass. And it felt like a pretty long, drawn-out drum. Andor was different. I mean, I appreciate what they did, and it did drag a little bit until it got going, but it wasn't my favorite. Now, Mandalorian with varying results was pretty good. I think they kind of went a little, they strayed a bit in the last season, and I think they kind of, um, not to get too into it, but I think they kind of dropped the ball in the end, to be honest with you. They did. And I'm just very optimistic because this, like we have mentioned, analogous to uh, the sinking ship known as the USS Marvel, is hopefully a saving grace for the Star Wars franchise. But they haven't, they haven't been gaining ground. In fact, they, like you mentioned, they have been losing viewership and support, and been taking a lot of shots critically. This is one character. So many people who are really, really ardent canon fans wanted to see further her story. Right. And there's some great nuances here that we should get into. Now, with the minimal amount of spoilage, we're on spoil it. You know, we do really encourage you to watch it, especially episode one and two came out last week uh, on a rush job. And, you know, soon enough, episode three will come out. So this plot line is running concurrent with Mandalorian in a way five years post the return of Jedi. Yes. And without getting too deep into it, so she is, was 
a Jedi. Yes. Padawan. Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. And she has very strong force. She has a very nice person. I mean, a very like curt personality. Almost like a Yoda type. Yes, but not as, you know. But not this loyalty to the cloth. Yes, she questions and she was the first person well, I mean, let me rephrase that because I'm not exactly sure. But she chose to leave the, as you mentioned, the cloth. Well, real real quick, and I know I'm not doing a disservice to all real hardcore fans, but real quick, especially for those that aren't, she was a Padawan. She was in training. She got framed for a bomb that blew up in the temple. She cleared her name, kicked ass, and then when they invited her back, she said, no, the hell with you. Yeah, they're like, oh, sorry. But yeah, which I com- I think all of us will completely empathize with. Yeah, she was like, basically, screw you guys. and I'm, uh, I'm yeah. out. You were about to torch my ass. Yeah. Yeah. You all who have the force who could see right and wrong. Yes, Yoda was there. So. So with that said, she. She I don't want to paint a picture. She's a mercenary, but she's more of she's going to do her own. Ahsoka's going to do Ahsoka. Yes. And she's doing for the greater good. Yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah, kind of like Mando, but not for selfish reasons. A little bit like Kenobi. Yes. But Kenobi has no choice because the Jedi um, uh, knighthood is over, dissolved, Order 66. Yes, which, all right. I mean, the problem with these shows, as good as, as, good as the story is, and Dave Filoni needs to be you know, um, given all the credit in the world as long as oh, well. absolutely, oh, but especially for Loni because this is his baby. So, I mean, the rich tapestry, the rich history that's going that he's created through Rebels and all these characters are being ran and Bo Katan and Ezra and K- and Kanan and and now Ahsoka and all these characters, Thrawn, and I'm probably, I'm probably missing some Chopper and whomever else. It's a lot. It's it a, is lot. a lot. You have to remember that this is not, this is still prequel stuff. This is not, you know, you know, you know what I mean? This is still not, it's all, it's all before Ray. All still, all before Ray. Everything leads to Ray. Yes. All before Ray and all that shit that just that happened in the, in the, in the, in the last movies. Okay. Always remember so, that. So, the big bad here is General Thrawn. Yes. Admiral. Again, another colorful character. Admiral Thrawn. Ad, yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So, yeah. before what we all saw as Star Wars, A New Hope, um, The Empire Strikes Back, and just before that, or during that time, around that time. So, the rebels were there fighting against the Empire. And one of the members is Ezra, a close friend of all these that you saw here with Ahsoka, Sabine, and the other general, and, and others. And they were really, I mean, not tight. They're rebels. They were tight. They were more than blood. He got thrown into the interdimensional pathway on these whales with... I thought that was a, that was a bit much, I, but... Okay, but here is one of the biggest fan theories, which we must address because... Go ahead. The nature of the Force. <sighs> yes. And... Yes. 
George Lucas was always adamant that for a galaxy far, far away, but only this galaxy. All right, but 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 let but let let me interject one thing for all you for all you big time Star Wars canon. Before I start throwing some hate. Exactly. We are not full on experts of, of Star Wars lore. We're fans, but I would I would I give myself maybe a B minus fan. I'm not super well versed in every single thing Star Wars. Just We're saying. not gonna go on deep covered tangent conspiracy theories, but I mean, what is factually mentioned would be would be I'm treading lightly, but what was already mentioned here is the fact that there's another galaxy. And there's a map. And apparently that's where Thrawn and Ezra are. And you see converging forces trying to one stop this admiral because if he were to come back, everyone acts like they're scared. They're going to soil their jumpsuit if this guy comes back. Well, look, for comparison's sake or, or, for, or for explanation's sake, Thrawn is probably the most sinister, probably the most intelligent, probably ruthless villain in the Star Wars universe. Without force. Yes, he was a character that was created for the books solely. And then once the books were eliminated, he was still brought upon and he is canon in the Star Wars universe. Okay? Many ways it's good because you don't yeah, have to have five, the force. And 15, 20 steps ahead of every character. Whatever happens, he allows it to happen as opposed to being surprised. Now, the one thing that happened with the whole Ezra situation, well, that was, you know, and again, they left everything open, whether he's alive or dead or anything else. But they make this, they make two things here, which is great. It's kind of two old plot lines going all intertwined. Save your buddy Ezra. At the same time, you must stop the big bad from rejuvenating the Empire. Exactly. The other beauty that happens here is that since it is going, it is happening at the same time with Mendo and all that, and Fett, the Book of Fett, and all that stuff, is there's the whole Mandalorian thing, which is tied into Rebels here. There's the whole Black Saber tied in here. There's the whole cloning, unveiled cloning plot, which is tied here. There's the Empire still strong in pockets all over the galaxy tied in here. This could be the binding force that's analogous to Endgame. Previous Endgame, prior to Endgame. Some man, I mean, as as we know, Endgame has not really aged well, so maybe not. Maybe we should. Well, you hope you hope Felonian crew has learned from others' mistakes. You know, but yeah, I mean, the series itself, the first two episodes itself. How did you find uh, the characters, the plot line, the interaction, the the special effects? Well, not being not being a fan because I haven't seen the full the full the full episode of all the rebel episodes, etc. Um, I think the characters were pretty were, were for me. They seem to be pretty on pretty much on point. Okay, now if you had specifics that you know each character didn't do, but I think Filoni had that had that 
shit pretty much down pat. Yeah, Sabine Wren, who seems to be a he had that kind of young kind of young Anakin. Yeah, kind of a, 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 a impulsive, brash, yeah, self um self-absorbed. Like I know better stuff. Right. And she's a child that mother type Ahsoka has to rein in at the same time let go a little bit and let her fall. Yeah, yeah. And you have her uh Hera Sindula played by played by Winstead, who is more of the you know He's a general. General, yeah, more of the leader type, more laid back where she was more in the action, obviously. But pretty badass. In in the rebels. And I wonder if they're gonna actually mention which I mean doesn't matter her kid with with, with Kanan and yes. You know, so again, this is only the first two episodes. So I'm sure it's going to be brought up. Um, you want to get to Ray Stevenson's character? I mean, that's, that's well, from what I know, I do, I I know very little. All I know that he was supposedly around in the Jedi Temple, and he trained obviously. And uh, Balin Skull, Skull, he's a big character. You know, so if you have any more information, maybe you can you can add again. There's a lot of fan theories. One of the biggest ones running around is okay, you have Jedi's, you have Sid the Sith's lords, mm-hmm. and then you, you have those in between. Yeah. That want to maintain some kind of integrity. And then again, it ties into where the force came from, what is the force. Who is guiding the force? See, which makes sense in a world in a galaxy like our galaxy, there is not always black and white. And there's this middle path, those that they're here to safeguard the force, regardless whether you're dark side or light side. Yeah, but that, this is something relatively new because this wasn't going on when, when Lucas had, you know, what was No, it? it wasn't. Which is also why it's kind of necessary where Done in the right spirit of the law, of the context. Why not expand the universe? No, and I agree because I think there there were some fatal flaws that Lucas did when creating. He limited himself or he limited yes, he the story with, okay, there can only be two Sith. You have a yeah. master and an apprentice. You can only have, you could have a shit ton of Jedis. Order 66 came around and killed the Jedi's, but no. But then you had Kanan who survived, you had Ezra who survived, you had Ahsoka who survived, and who who knows who if if if, 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 yeah, if if the games are canon, then you have other characters in the games who figure who 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 are around because Vader had an apprentice who's really badass in the games, Starkiller, yeah, 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 and 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 the clone too. In itself is a big fan theory that the yeah. character in episode two, minor spoiler, who was who was in the armor with with the fighting Ahsoka on the with that double bladed yes, who, who's an inquisitor. I forgot the character's name. I apologize, but they're saying that that could be Star Killer. Some people are saying first the, the the first rumor is the fact that it's Ezra, but. I don't think it would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that makes no sense. But, but it could well, be Star Killer, and if that's the case, that would be freaking awesome. So you see, this so it's so juicy. That's what I love about the first two episodes. There's so much juice to bite into, 
and it's done in such a great way. The fight scenes, I've, I've, I love. I the thought the fight scenes were, fighting, were phenomenal. You know, some were. I, I don't think they spared the CGI. I give, yeah, I mean, I give the, I give the actor. I know, obviously, yet, yet, stunned people, but I give them enough credit to obviously have done some, obviously, um, training. So, because you know, so it's not always it's obviously some people, but it's not always all them all the time, you know. So, and yeah, I mean, so, so there's good. a lot here. There's a lot here to sink your teeth into. Like Mando, Mando was excellent, but it was such a limited segment. So I think that's the other thing that's a lore is that it was Mandalorian and his one journey, Obi Wan, his one journey, Andor, whatever that was. This, it almost feels like one of the movies. Well, this because it's expensive. I go, we, we go, I go back to what I was saying about Filoni. This is this is his opportunity to bring his babies to life in you know in live action, and I think this will probably be the bridge to whatever comes next. Because the the idea, from what I've read, from what I know, was to have all of the shows interconnect into one final series and or movie meaning we're talking about boba fett mandalorian ahsoka you know rather have a big series but yes because it's too much it's all end up with you know the big bad being whomever it is which is why maybe i think it's why they dropped the ball purposely on mando at the end Instead of making it well, spoilers. Instead of having it, Snoke or and the, the Emperor had uh, um, um, uh, clones or whatever the hell. It was a bunch of you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Gus Frings, you know. Well, it also accomplished one other thing is that it finally brought up brought um, Baby Yoda up to a bit. Uh, an opening to what the bigger picture of his destiny is. Record Rocker was kidding. You know, there's Grogu. He was trying to be funny. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? Is that they, they were bringing... Because it shifted from Mandalorian to to him. Right. And and if that is the case, once you get further down the road to Rey and such, you eliminated a lot of Jedi. Not all, but a lot. You have an entire, what? A million council of Siths? In Ray, you got there's got to be balance. That is the key to the whole. But that's the whole thing, man. It's I, I don't know, man. I, I'm a big continuity guy, and it's it's just I don't know. It's just way it, it's bursting at the seams, and it, I don't well, know. because we'll see. everything that we thought from the Star Wars movies has a few things have been broken. You know, like. Baby Grogu is 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 has the force, right? He's from a lineage of very strong force, uh, race of aliens of people. But he's a Mandalorian. But he chose the Mandalorian path as opposed to the Jedi. Sabine Wren is a Mandalorian. Yeah. Yes, and she, she chose the Jedi path. Or, Let me ask or you are we now going to skew the lines? Sabine Wren doesn't have the force. But are we going to skew the lines? How is she Jedi? Or how is she trained to be a Jedi? Doesn't mean she's not Force-sensitive. 
Is she? I think she is. Or I think the possibility remains she is force sensitive. You never know. And you heard it here first from Rock. If everybody is force sensitive, you just have to tap into it. I mean, but then it doesn't it kind of. Everybody, everybody, everybody. But doesn't it, doesn't, doesn't it kind of render the force, those who are force sensitive, doesn't it render it meaningless if everyone has, everyone can access it? Well, like I said, there's a, there's a lot of issues, but they've already violated all the issues. Look, if, again, this is my biggest beef with the whole Star Wars line. If the force is an inanimate source of strength and spiritual strength and everything, why is it genetically passed down? Well, that's the whole thing. Is it genetically passed down? I mean, we, we thought, exactly. but, but now it's not. Exactly. We, assume we have creatures and, 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 and stuff. Every and Anything can have the force and be force well, sensitive. Every, everything in even, every even galaxy. Random, even random freaking uh, stormtroopers. Oh, I'm sorry. What the everything world? in every galaxy has to abide by the laws of entropy. You can either create or destroy matter, the force, the Sith, darkness, everything. It's there. It changes, but you can't change the quantity. So if you eliminate all the Jedi, that force has to go somewhere. Yes. Well, anyway, okay. Happy recap. It's been fun to watch. It's been a pleasant surprise, and it interjects a lot of hope into Star Wars. Yeah, for all, I mean, I guess would be the summary of the show so far would be, as we mentioned before, the the bad guys. Um, uh, geez, what's her name? Um, don't say Ahsoka. No, no, no. This lady, the 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 lady that was that 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 Ahsoka fought, that she was captured, and she's the one in, in who who was spearheading the whole. Oh, the one from the prison. Yes. Who, who spearheaded the whole the whole thing to bring to find? Yeah, because she was a close. She was one of the the minions of Admiral Thrawn. That's why um, Morgan, Morgan Elsbeth. There you go, Morgan Elsbeth. She hires uh two. Um, for argument's sake, I'm gonna say Sith to break her out of prison or break her out of wherever she was at, and to get this map, which happens to be a sphere. And that tells the exact location or of where Thrawn is, but also is where Ezra is, if as we mentioned before. So you have Ahsoka trying to find that same artifact, which she does, and then she goes to Sabine Wren because she's an artist and she's all this other stuff, and she she could decipher it. And then she's also looking for Ezra because they're brother and sister, but I'm not even so sure about that. But it's also an excuse that Ahsoka used to reconnect with her. Exactly. So, and that's and that's that's the basic premise so far, without any spoiler or anything else. So, what say you in Ahsoka? We trust, um, bro. I mean, I'm loving it. Um, it actually brought me back. I was pretty pumped for the show when it was announced. Then, as it was coming, I really didn't give a shit. But after watching it, I had to watch it. Then I had to go back and do a little more research and rewatch certain things. And I went back, and I really enjoyed it. It was eight out of ten so far. 
Yeah, man, I'm geeked up for it. Eight out of ten myself. It's one of the f- uh, few shows right now. Again, strike and everything happening right now that's slowing the the roll. There's a lot of garbage out there. I think this is high quality. I'm very, very much interested. Let's see where this goes. Can't wait for every episode to come out weekly. Uh, I believe Thursdays, right? Who Wednesdays? I think it's gonna be Wednesdays. I think it was just. Uh, I think it's it was- the debut. Yeah, just debut Tuesday, but I think it's going to be Wednesday. I think it's eight episodes. And we'd like to apologize real quick for our brief hiatus, summer hiatus. But now, this is our 250th episode. Congratulations. Thank you, everybody. And we're going to come back with not so much new content from Hollywood because of the strike, but we're going to bring you guys original content that's going to be stories and a lot of other cool stuff coming very very soon hopefully we're going to get back on our schedule with a weekly podcast back again fresh bloody meat every week there you go so thank you guys i'm izzy yes i'm raka like subscribe remember give us your feedback we like to hear from you uh, thanks for keeping us going as we march on. And like you said, 250. Holy cow. All right. Remember to always, always save the whales and spade new to your pets a la Bob Barker. May the fourth. Yeah, may the fourth. You. Live long and prosper, mofos. Right, here.